Pop Cult Podcast. I'm your host, Michael McGruther. Let's start with the exciting news. Elon Musk closed the deal and is now the owner of Twitter. Twitter has a value of just $50 billion compared to Facebook's $500 billion. Something tells me that Elon is going to be successful in using his beautiful way of thinking outside the box to expand Twitter's reach, expand its usefulness, and make it, in my prediction, and this is why I signed up for Twitter Blue about two months ago, make it into the ultimate tool for independent artists and creators and journalists. Now, we already know that it's been co-opted by a mainstream media top-down oppression of one side of the conversation, but we also know, in my view, that that has empowered punditcrats to use that one argument to keep us all distracted for years and years. And one of Elon's very first tweets was, let the good times roll, and I agree with that. But the good times have to be time well spent on good things. And the time you can spend on good things, you know it, it's making art, creating, learning about yourself while creating culture, getting your hands down in the dirt, and getting to know your local community and becoming an artistic local community that props up the things that you cherish and love through your creations. Somebody makes a painting, even if it's just a grandma sitting at home and she takes up painting, maybe she decides to paint her granddaughter and give it a try. What she's doing is she's expressing love in that moment and it's taking up her time to layer all the colors, to draw the picture out, but it's an act of love from start to finish. And even if it doesn't come out great, even if it's not something that people say, hey, that belongs in the museum, that's what she spent her time doing. That is what I'm talking about by changing the culture. We have a culture of reactions, a culture of politics, and a culture of outrage. Nobody wants to participate in it, because to be honest with you, it absorbs all the potential for good things in people and robs them of their time. It's my biggest gripe is the robbery of time by a political con that never switches sides, it just pretends to. So we're gonna force them to switch sides by switching the culture on them, which is our power. That's not the system, because the system can only control the systems, but it can't control all the free people far from power. We can be influenced, we can be um, encouraged to act one way or another, we can be pushed around, we can be bullied for a little while, but everything runs its course. That part of the game is over, that chapter has ended. Let's not make the deadly mistake of repeating it a fourth time, because it's been going on for cycle after cycle after cycle. We need to reestablish our power and reassert our voices. And that time is right now, so let's do it. It's the fun way to live your life. Creating art, creating music, painting paintings, writing stories, even doing clay or pottery, anything that you do. I have a friend who listens to this podcast. He's working on refurbishing an old 1950s bobsled, and every now and then he posts pictures on social media of him and his sons doing it. This is the generation of good memories and good times and also teachable moments and life lessons. Those are the things we need. When you're polishing up an old uh, toy and you're making it new again, you're also teaching a lesson through actions and you're having conversations that are probably insightful. This is how we rep repair all the damage that's been done 
by us sitting aside idly and being told what's real, told what to believe, and told what we can and cannot participate in. And the new symphonic reality of reiteration is here. Culture creation, as we all know, is totally corporatized from the top to bottom. And because it's corporatized, you have to understand that there is a time frame for which culture is established. In show business, I heard this wonderful truism from a manager who represented me when I started out as a young actor. Her name was Toby Gibson, and her big claim to fame was discovering Tom Cruise. She discovered him. He was named Thomas Maypother from New Jersey. And she got him his first part in Taps, and the rest is history. She's actually the one who suggested his name become Cruz. Toby had an eye for talent, and she was a really interesting people, and many, many stars and many famous celebrities have come through her door, been represented by her, and had their careers launched. And what she told me was, show business operates on hurry up and wait. You've got to hurry up and get to the opportunity and then wait. And the waiting period is confusing because people who create independent culture, they think that when they launch a book, if it's not an instant success and it doesn't uh, become, uh, you know, downloaded tens of thousands of times, that they've somehow failed. But we're in the seed planting business, as you know. And seeds take time to grow and they must be cared for. So in the waiting, you start to cultivate new seeds and new ideas so that you're really growing a whole crop of things that you're working on. And you're hurrying up on the ones that require you to hurry urgently, but you're waiting on the things that require time to take root. Hurry up and wait is something you need to understand as a reality that you're not going to change. I think the misperception is that we can somehow change the culture rapidly with the flip of a switch. That if somebody writes a check for $100 million and there's a slate of 200 movies that are going to come out and they're all going to be pro-American, suddenly everything's going to change. But that's not where the change takes place. The change takes place in the people who must have the desire for the thing that we want to sell. We are instigators of the new desires and we establish them and then we walk away and we take care of them from a distance we cultivate and we wait we hurry up and we wait this is the cycle that we must fluctuate on over time so that we can grow a culture it requires your focus it requires that you do not lose sight of the goal you have to be happy with the smallest wins, the daily success, the connecting with the total stranger, and talking a little bit about something that gets them thinking. And perhaps they do the same thing to you. This person-to-person connectivity should be what occurs on social media. Because if our online personas are not an extension of who we really are, it's impossible to connect with the other. You have to be truly who you are in an online world. 
No more hiding behind fake accounts. No more interacting with digital peeping Toms that just want to get off on messing with you and thinking they can spin you one way or the other. This is your world. Make it yours. Choose carefully who you interact with and who you follow. Always go for the situation that increases our unity and increases our purpose, which is the freedom of the American citizen trumps all. Thank you for downloading the Sub Pop Cult Podcast. There's only one answer that you need to give anytime someone asks, how does the left have so much power? That answer is, it's the culture. And we're stupid to ignore it. So let's put on our thinking caps, get our creativity flowing, and let's make that golden thing reappear again so it can last a little bit longer through our art. That's how we bring gold into our daily lives, is through art an interaction that reflects truth. That's the job that has to be done, and there's so much work to do, and you should enjoy every minute of it, because it's fulfilling. And although the results do take time, it is time well spent bringing them to life. Around my heart, it's more than I can stand.
Tell me. 